Hello and welcome to the Movie Quest podcast. Uh, I'm Ant. As always, I'm joined with my hosts, Johnny and Aaron. Hi. Hello. Every week uh, we uh, sit down and watch a film, we discuss it, break it down. Uh, this season we're doing listener requests. So uh, this week we're, we'll, be going, we'll be doing the film About Time. Uh, but first, have you been watching anything this week? Uh, I've watched a couple of things. I watched all of the Jeffrey Epstein documentary on Netflix. Ah, okay. I was going to... Yeah. I saw this come up and I thought, is it a bit too soon for that? Can it be any good? You know what I mean? You got, you got, surely they've got to have a bit of time to build like a good story and a good, like, you know, some good evidence, but is it, is it any good? Um, it's okay. I mean, I think a lot of the stuff that's in it, uh, it's only four episodes, or is it five? It's not very many episodes. Um... I knew already from just like the news reports and everything else. The only thing I didn't know, which is in the documentary, is about this island that he owns. Oh, yeah, his island. And he like flew loads of people into it and like Bill Clinton visited the island amongst several other people and all these girls went to this island and stuff. There's a couple of stories about like some very, very young people who were at a party and stuff. It's all kind of very similar to what what I've read in the news. Mm. Um, but you watched all four episodes. I mean, it must have been good to watch them all. Um, or is it yeah, just one of those I mean, things it, of like just you watch one and say, "Oh, it's it's there's going to be there's going to be some big revelation at the end or something." It's like, and it was him, and like, oh, he was linked with this person. Or and yeah. there's no kind of big revelation at the end. It's just kind of like the process of those people who've been affected by him take like getting their day in court like even after he'd um supposedly killed himself like those those uh, people who'd been affected by him still go into court and saying kind of their story in a way so it was interesting but doesn't offer anything new in the case from what I've seen in the news and or anything else, it's not as interesting as like say like making a murderer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. one of those where you're not as familiar with the story because you kind of the story's fairly recent and you know a reasonable amount about it. It's, it doesn't have that kind of. Well, uh, I think I think I'm gonna on that note, Johnny. I think I'm probably gonna avoid that because it sounds like I, I want to wait for like maybe three or four years for the real like the real details to come out and you know. Well, that's what you think, like about the the Madame McCann one that came out fairly recently, you think, oh, that's kind of got to the end of it. That's kind of, you know, it's given me some bit of new information that's kind of leading to something like uh, somebody going to prison. But like today, something else has come out about it. So it's like, how, how long do you leave a story yeah. that's kind of got an open end before you make a film or a tv show about it that's the interesting thing about that, that staircase documentary is they made the documentary years ago about him and then they went back and did another follow-up series to it and did like another like three episodes or whatever and they went back again a few years later and it was like so watching them i watched them all in one go and you got this whole overarching picture but i imagine if you'd watched just the first bit you know it paints a different picture i guess it's similar to um the um Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost documentaries, all three of those. And, you know, by the end of the first one, you think one thing, and then you go, by the second one, it's like, you know, so other details have come to light, and, you you know, it just completely changes the, the whole picture of the what's going on. 
so yeah, I guess I guess with time we'll 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 hopefully know some more about that. All right, okay, fair enough. How about you, Aaron? Have you been watching anything? Yeah, um, to prep for a bite time, I needed to watch something gritty and like heavy because, like, you know, my recent watching material has been like High School Musical. Like, what High School Musical time. is it dark enough for you? Uh, literally, uh, <laughs> like it's just been really like romance or like nice, and I was just like, I, I need something to just like really get me like low. So I watched Dark Waters with Heather. Oh, nice. Um, and if you want to feel low, that is the film to do it because now you look at everything and you go, Has that got Teflon in it? So I got like, I legitimately like there's a pan that's got like a little like bits of chipping around it, like. And today I was like, I, I no, I won't use a knife. It make, you, it's got, it make it, you think I'm going to go buy like a bunch of like brass or whatever, or copper, sorry, copper yeah. pans or like yeah. steel pans or whatever. Yeah. 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 Yes. I've not, yes. I've not used my um, Teflon pan since I've got two. I've got like a stone pan and I've got like a Teflon pan, which is chipping a little bit and I'm, I'm not used it. I bet, I bet they're like, I wonder if they're, they're actually suffering with like people not buying them as much or if it's probably, no, it's probably still no. too under the radar, isn't it? It's insane. Like it's insane. But you know, it's interesting because st- stuff like that, like from way back when, like to do with like man-made chemicals and stuff, must all, like there's, there's stuff probably today that goes unregulated that we consume and deal with. Oh, like, it's just like regulated, but regulated by the manufacturer. And it's yeah, which, like with their best interest in mind, which is just making yeah. loads of money. You, yeah. It's surprising though, because the, I thought the whole point of like Brexit and stuff was everyone was trying to get out of the EU because the EU was just like too controlling with their laws on products and stuff. Surely the EU should have protected us from this. You know, what, is it? Is it? <laughs> was it not like something that came up? Like this? You know, considering that you know that they have like rules. Supposedly, obviously, this is I think it was proven to be fake, but the idea they had rules about like certain size of bananas and stuff like you'd expect like you know deadly teflon like products maybe they would actually you know you know uh sort of crack down on that but maybe i guess it wasn't known or something teflon was probably before the eu i think yeah yeah definitely was night and but wartime wartime like nine nine just after the war i think like it was discovered for making um, tanks, they, they used it to waterproof tanks, oh, okay. and then they were like, "Oh, we can." The, the only the only thing that sort of like little nod is um, Heather's dad used to work in a power station in Northern Ireland. Um, he still he, 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 well, that's his thing. He, he works in various power stations. Dupont owned one. Oh. that power station isn't open anymore. Um, I haven't done enough research to see if there was like a link. Um, Heather was like, when the name kept coming up, she was like, "I'm sure my dad used to work <laughs> for Dupont." And then, so like, whenever I go home, um, whenever we're able to fly again, I'll I'll talk to my father-in-law and see what he says about Dupont and how he feels about them, and then we'll we'll have a little conversation. Dupont on Dupont is the family business that's owns Teflon, is it right? Or yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. All right, cool. Uh I'll It's a it's a good film. Yeah. yeah. That's it's a, good. it's a really good film. Yeah, it's a good film, yeah. Who's the main who I mean you probably already told us you know, that like a few weeks ago, Donnie, but who's the main uh, actor in it? Because anyway, Mark Ruffalo. Is it Mark Ruffalo? Right, okay, I thought so. Yeah. Cool. And then um Thingy from Princess Diaries is his wife. Oh really? Uh, okay. Anne Hathaway, yeah, yeah. And she does a stellar job. She has some good good moments in it. 
Cool. Uh, well, I'll I'll go next. Uh, this week we went to watch uh, I Tonya, but then it wasn't on Amazon Prime. It's been taken off, so we didn't get to watch it. Ah, uh, so um, we just watched something else instead. I think we watched About Time that, that night instead. But uh, instead, all I've really been watching. I mean, I've been really busy with work, insanely busy, so I haven't been able to watch much. But I have started Snowpiercer, the TV show. Oh, me too. So they're into their third episode so far on time of recording. Um, comes out on Monday nights, I think it is. Three or four? Three. 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 Comes yeah, out three. on Monday. Um, basically, it's a show based on the film Snowpiercer, set in the same universe, from what I understand. I, I've, I've never seen the, the film, so to me this is the first time I'm being introduced to this world, and it's really cool and interesting world. I'll give a little bit of synopsis, I suppose, just so people like are aware of it. Basically, it's uh, the the global warming happened, and scientists tried to combat it by uh, cooling the Earth. Uh, when they did that, it all went wrong, and the Earth froze basically. And then suddenly, they were trying to uh, the people, I guess, they were trying to figure out a way to survive. And uh, what what's the company? Is it uh, Wilfred, is it? No. Will, Will Ford, Wilford? Yeah. Wilford. Uh, they create this this train that's continuously moving around the Earth, I guess because if it continuously moves, it, it can generate energy or something and keep warm. I'm not entirely sure how that all works. But there's um, this super long train and it's all split up into different classes, class system. And basically, it's all the, the film, uh, the TV show is all about the different um, uh, train cars, basically, and the super long train, and the different, like, sort of futuristic uh, society that's been created on this train. It's really interesting, like, the way they've done it and, like, the way they've sort of created this world. Everything's really sort of condensed and close together, and you feel really, like, hemmed in the whole time. Um, and they have, like, really cool. Like the, the tech behind how they're like running things and growing food and things is all really interesting. It's like the world, the world building is fascinating. Um, uh, I won't go too much into the story apart from it. It's basically a, at the moment at least, it's a bit of a murder mystery where you've got um, well, the main character in it is used to be a cop, a detective, and he's been brought brought up into the upper classes to be able to solve a murder. Which I don't. I, I'm assuming it isn't anything to do with what happens in the film. No. Yeah, I guess. I guess no. the film <laughs> films what, what an hour and a half or something. So they have to think of some, some other story to tell in this in this world. So uh, yeah, I've I've really enjoyed it so far. Although I did fall asleep in the last episode, but that was because I was watching it really late and I was exhausted. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Can't, can't really blame the the TV show on that. I think. I I kind of I want to echo because I'm watching it too. I want to echo what Ant says. Like I think the world building is really interesting. Um, I think the character development so far, like the main protagonist, is quite different to the the original protagonist in in the um, the original film. And David, the, the the lead actor, I think he's doing a really really good job. But I, I'm I think I I'm really quite interested about his backstory. I'm really quite interested about like what he has to say on certain matters because obviously he's coming from the very very bottom and he's meeting these people from different classes and how he like deals with them is always very interesting and he's always sort of got like a it's like he always gets his two two cents in or whatever yeah, yeah. um 
I wouldn't. The thing is, there's a lot. Some of the times, like my, my issue, some of my issues with it, sometimes it really feels like a daytime TV sort of TV program. Yeah, they've got a lot of time to fill, haven't they? And there's not much they can do in it because they're sort of stuck in these, they're stuck in like a in train uh, carriages. So obviously, uh, they they're sort of like locked into these locations, and they have to sort of slowly develop the story. Whereas I imagine the film, I haven't watched the film, but I imagine the film can go a lot further and make it a lot be a bit more action packed and and intense and a lot more of a build up. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely. There's definitely nods to the sort of action in the TV program to the to the film, but um, I think obviously probably the difference is like I've seen the the film as a whole and I was able to leave like a lasting impression and I really enjoyed that. Whereas like this, I'm only three episodes into the first season, so like it's hard for me to really judge the two together. But I'm just there's this particular scene in the movie that is like one of the best scenes, <laughs> uh, maybe the best scene in the film. And I'm just really sad that that's not going to happen mm. in this because I just really wanted it to happen again. So I, I haven't seen the film. Do you think I should still watch it or oh, yeah. should I wait until I've finished the season? No, I think so. I think you should. So far, the film is better than the season. Is it? Does it feel like there's going to be more seasons of the TV show or is it going to be wrapped up in one season? It's sort of hard to say. Potentially, I could, I could probably yeah. see it going. Two or three, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's hard to say though. I mean, it'd be, I think it would be better if they just did it in one. Yeah, me too. But because they put so much time and effort in, I probably don't think they're going to do that. Have you Have you seen the film, Johnny? Yeah, I saw the film pretty recently. Um, it's good. It's weird. It's like really like fresh and kind of just different. Um, it's like I don't know who I was explaining this to, but like some of the. F- there's a fight scene in it. It was me. Where it's just, yeah, where it's just like, as a 13 year old kid, where you think of this amazing fight scene, just like, okay, we're going to, what we're going to do is going to have like all these people uh, who are like in the dark all the time and they, they've got pretty good senses and they're, they don't really have any weapons versus a load of people in like night vision goggles with like swords and, hammers and stuff and we're just going to see what happens very interesting and then they just and then i just do it and they just fight <laughs> and it's just it's just like you're right though to me like watching this i obviously haven't seen the film but watching the, the show it does feel really fresh and really i don't like it feels all like i mean it's not but it feels very similar to the game bioshock in some ways the way they sort of old-timey oh, absolutely sort of um old-timey sort of technology mixed with like, sort of future tech as well it sort of has that, and also the sort of oppressive uh, governmental sort of like structure in society, and it's all so, sort of going wrong as well at the same time. Sort of reminds me of that maybe the the pre uh, Bioshock uh, apocalypse, or whatever. It it does make me want to watch a film, uh, watch a film or a TV show about Bioshock. Actually, that would be quite cool. Oh, that'd be good. I mean, maybe this is it. This is our Bioshock. This is ba- TV. Yeah, this is basically the um, one of my favorite console games, Bioshock. Yeah, yeah it's good. Um, I think. I don't. I'm not, I don't want to spoil it because, and you don't know, but the the Johnny the twist is very. I think they've they've not well, had the twist. The, no, sorry, the twist is they've just said it. Like it's yeah, a thing. Well, well, the TV show. I'm assuming the twist. I'm not going to say it, but I'm assuming the twist in the TV sh- in the film was what they said in like episode one, the end of episode one of the TV. Yeah, show. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. Like, yeah, when that. I saw that, I was just like, 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. So annoying. that's a twist in the film. Like the reveal is like. So do you think? Do you think oh. I, if I would have watched the film before this, I would have enjoyed the film more? Probably. We'll, we'll see. I guess I'll, I'll yeah. have to, like, come back and report on that. I'll probably watch that between now and next week and um, discuss it a bit more. Then, yeah. is there anything else uh, you guys want to chat about? Any other, anything else we've watched? I've got one thing. It's by time you but told you us by that one thing. You you can cut it if you want. Wait, but it's about time you told about. It's by yeah, no, by no, no, time no, no, you no. told us about that one thing. <laughs> So on on our Instagram, uh, I was looking through some of the people who we follow. Yeah, and someone post posted this thing like, "These are the top ten horror films you should see." And I was like, "Okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, seeing that Halloween, seeing that um, uh, Friday the Thirteenth, seeing that, etc., etc., etc." And there was two that I hadn't seen. One was um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Which I've, I've, I've not still seen not yet. Seen that and the other one was Hellraiser, and Ooh. I was like, ah, I've 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 seen that and um, never really took much thought it's, to it. It's quite, like, kind of iconic, isn't it? The, the image of 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 the one. I think it's the, there's multiple demons, isn't it? It's, and and it's the, is it the Pinhead guy? Yeah, yeah Pinhead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like he's on the cover of the film and on the box and everything else. So I was like, right, okay, let's, let's give this um, Hellraiser a go. It's, I mean, it's got a frightful name, uh, but I was like, give it, give it a go. It's it's quite good. I thought it was quite interesting. So Hell uh, Pinhead uh, is a Cenobite and he's in it for like five percent of the film. Oh, right. He's barely in it. <laughs> <laughs> this it's, has a very not, striking image. Yeah. Uh, and it's basically what happens is there's this uh, magic box which uh, somebody opens and it releases this world of these Cenobites who Pinhead is one of, who are all these guys in leather with like weird stuff sticking out of their face and everything else. And the person who opened the box, basically their body and soul get trapped into this hell world. So that happens. And then uh, the brother of the guy gets taken into this hell world, goes to the house that he was living in. He cuts his hand and some blood comes out and the body of this person who gets taken to the hell world starts to come back to life, but it's all like decrepit and all like, just like flesh flesh and bone, just like all manky horrible looking looks like he's a one massive like bogey and he convinces his former lover who is the wife of his brother well this is getting getting into the weeds right now johnny (laughs) to uh bring men back to the house to seduce them to kill them so that he can feast on their blood and become a real human again Mm, makes sense makes sense so that, yeah. that classic storyline. Oh yeah. That classic storyline. Absolutely. <laughs> this is a this is a Clive Clive Barker. Uh, yeah. Story isn't it? So, yeah. So lots of practical effects. Um, budget was a million. I think it made fifteen million. Um, it, I think it was like X rated at the time, but it looks really dated now. Uh, but if you're wanting to tick off one of those horror films that you've never seen before, it's maybe worth a watch. I wouldn't say it's my favourite ever horror film I've watched, but I was kind of just like wanted to tick the box and just 
Yeah, there's a bunch of those like sort of. I feel like they're like sort of eighties, nineties horror films that I just never got. I've never got around to watching. Yeah, Look. I feel like if I watched it like ten, fifteen years ago, it would have been more impactful. But it's it's good. It's still good. Like it's got an interesting score. There's interesting characters, and it ke- ke- keeps you gripped the whole way through. It's not too long either. I think it's ninety three minutes, so worth a watch. Sounds good. Um, at some point, but yeah, it's probably not up everyone's street. Right. On that note, it's about time. Hey, thanks, Aaron. We talked about the the main film we've all gathered here to chat about. Um, So, About Time. It's a 2013 film. The night after another bad New Year's Eve party, Tim's father tells his son that men in his family have always had the ability to time travel. Tim can't change history, but he can change what happens and has happened in his own life. So he decides to make his world a better place by getting a girlfriend. Sadly, that turns out to not be as easy as he thinks. So that 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 is the 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 sort of like, let's try and hook hook some uh, romantic uh, comedy uh, fans in on this film. So that that's the description of mine. Uh, uh, it's written by written directed by Richard Curtis. It stars, uh, I think, this is one of his first roles. Uh, Don- Donald Gleason as Tim, so he's our main character. Uh, he's also been in lots of other things like Star Wars and. Um, He's quite a well-known actor now. Uh, Harry Potter. Yes, Harry Potter. He's in uh, Star Wars and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, it's uh, his love... Peter Rabbit. Yes, yeah, that too. <laughs> uh, so his love interest in the film is uh, played by Rachel McAdams as Mary. Uh, he's Bill Nye plays Tim's dad. Uh, Lydia Wilson uh, plays his sister, Kit Kat. And uh, Margot Robbie play, is probably the, the other standout, like, huge actor. Uh, actress now she plays uh, his summer love early on in the film so mel uh sent a message in uh about why she picked this film so i'll just read it out about time is a great film because i don't think it's a really cheesy rom-con like aaron said in a sense that it's not really cringy uh also thanks to lewis for picking little italy last week because it, in comparison, it makes this film look amazing. <laughs> uh, Mel says, she goes on and says, uh, I love the way it explores family uh, as as much as, you know, the boy and girl relationship. Uh, the fact that, he you know, you see him grow up in the film uh, and that she loves the end where, you know, he uses his time, travel, his time travels to make himself a less stressed person, uh, a better father and husband. Um she also goes on to say like that she really lo- loves Bill Nye in this in this film, uh, loves the character, and really likes the way he sees that his son is going to change things, and he just sits there grinning, knowing what he's going to do. Uh, and it's so it's, she said, uh, she finishes off by saying it's, it's this is a film that she's going to watch again and again. You know, it's you know lots not of times she's going to watch once. She'll watch it continuously, mm. many times. Yes, have you ever watched? Any other Richard Curtis films? Um, are you a fan of them? No. Mm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, brutal. Johnny, do you, do you want to elaborate? Um, 
Yeah, well, let's just have a look. Love Actually, I've seen the start of. Four Weddings and a Funeral, yes, I have seen that. Notting Hill, yes. Um, so the, the boat that rocked, who did that one? That was a really big one. Uh, no, I've not seen that one. Yesterday, I've not seen that one. Uh, Mr. Bean, the movie, I think I might have seen that one. Bridget Jones's Diary, no. Okay. Mr. Bean's Holiday, maybe a yes. So out, out of the ones you've seen, Johnny, are you, would you say that you like these sort of films or are you, are you sort of indifferent to them? Not really... Not... I mean, it's kind of like... I kind of feel like Richard, Richard Curtis makes the sort of films that are the equivalent to having a well-made soup on a Sunday afternoon. I love Johnny's food analogies. He's a... It's kind of like what kind of soup? Uh, it's vegetable soup. It's a British, yeah. be a British soup. You know what? Yeah, it would be vegetable. It would be vegetable. Veg- mm. Vegetable soup yeah. with some like a crusty cob. Yeah, not but like not uh, enough salt. Maybe yeah. too much pepper. But it's a bit. I think it's got some sort of like slightly posher. Maybe some croutons or something. Yeah, like, croutons. Yeah, croutons and a swirl of cream. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And some oh. nice hearty British beef in there. Oh, that well. is it. That's it. This is not. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's a very British but, beef. But you just vegetables. know what you're gonna get. You're gonna you're gonna get something that's warm, something that's fulfilling in some way, and something that's wholesome. Yeah. In in some way, you, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna come across the Cenobites in all their leather, no. uh, like from Hellraiser or somebody who's trying to kill someone's. Mm wife to bring someone back from a bag of bones no yeah but you don't know that, that that's not that fa- you know that's how that family learned how to travel through time you know oh, that was yeah, one of the gifts a dark kind of- secret yeah well maybe that maybe that's a story to bridget jones i've not seen it but uh <laughs> yeah the lore could be there maybe maybe every time every time he goes back in time he's like he has to like take <laughs> yeah, someone's life i need you know, to so- get some people back it's like full metal, full metal alchemist isn't it you know for every you know action has got to be a, a counter <laughs> Um, I have a I have a bone to pick with you, right? I said he goes into a closet and he goes back in time, and you were like, "Nah, it's not." I know, I didn't. No, I didn't say that. I, was, I didn't I, say that. In my description, I was no. pretty close <laughs> to what I thought was in my head. You were you were very surface level. There was there was there's a lot of stuff that goes on in this film that you you weren't really talking about. But yeah, I mean, generally you saw the trailer. Yeah, so you <laughs> yeah you're right. I did. I saw the trailer. I mean, I might have saw like, you know someone watching it one day you know, you, you live with people other people and you come home and you see they're watching a film and you go oh yes this is just an Andy it's McCarthy, McCarthy film yeah it's <laughs> iron in his clothes oh it's a romantic film I'm gonna leave so okay so Aaron you just said gave us a, a one no answer for, for the Richard Curtis films you're not a fan of any of them you don't get like you know not 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 a fan of a cheesy like I mean, I mean Love Actually is cheesy so I'll give you that like a cheesy Love Actually at Christmas or like a four weddings and a funeral, or Notting Hill. None of those. You're not bothered by any of them. No? Are they not cool enough fear? None of them. I not really, genuinely. <laughs> what's the, what's the issue? What's the what's your normal? What's your aversion to them? Is it is it the is it the sort of location and the sort of class sort of stuff going on? Because obviously, usually it's sort of a middle class, upper class sort of point of view, or is it? Is it is it the Britishness of it? Because you know you're, a, you know you're you're obviously very much a, uh, oh maybe an Englishness of it maybe instead of you know because yeah. you're an Irish. Yeah, I mean I don't know like um, I've seen four weddings and a funeral, but I would have been too young to really process it. 
Um, I've seen Notting Hill. It's really boring. Yeah. <laughs> you know... National treasure, Richard Curtis, and you're just slamming him. He's not my national treasure. He's not, yeah, yeah, he might be your national treasure. My national treasure um, oh. stars in films where he shoots lots of people and... Uh, Is this Liam Neeson? Yeah, Liam Neeson and... Um, I, mean, I mean, I do have Richard Curtis, a Richard Curtis poster on my wall. <laughs> yeah, every, doesn't it? every English person? Oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> when the Queen comes to do the speech, you just see Richard behind... Hey, hey! No, um, I don't know. Like, for, for just not, not, not really, really got on with him. Like, really. not yeah, I think so. Like, it's Richard Richard McAdams has been in a lot of films like this. Who's who is that then? Richard McAdams. <laughs> Richard McAdams. Uh, Richard McAdams. She's been in a lot of films like this, and I do like like you know what's the one where the Notebook? I thought that was pretty good. I do own it downstairs somewhere um, and I'm you not only own it, you only like that film because it's got Ryan Gosling in it let's be honest Aaron s- s- speak the truth yeah you're right like if she wasn't in it you, I, you're you just so right that's you'd it you'd be like loving it even more <laughs> yeah. if it was just Ryan Gosling but on a level with Ryan Gosling <laughs> <laughs> just like Ryan Gosling just building a house yeah. for oh, a oh, whole film yeah scratch that take the love out of it and just have him build a house I mean, yeah. um, I don't know. Like romance films for me are, are a minefield. Like I think they they have to be so. Like Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind. It's pretty cool. You know, Donnie Darko. It's pretty cool. Drive. Drive. That, that's too cool. Drive. Drive's not a romance film. I've watched it twice, and it's not a romance film. I mean, it. it it's got, no, it's film. got romance in it, but it's also got. A guy getting his head smashed to pieces with a hammer. Yeah, but it doesn't mean that. Is that what you're thinking? That about times missing someone getting smashed up with a hammer. It's okay, Johnny. Aaron's cool. He just wants to make sure everyone knows that he's cool. No, I don't know. Like, I just think, especially, it's just very. I think you're right, Anne. It's very English. It's very like, let's have a cup of tea and talk about romance. And it's like, all right, that's not what love is. But okay, sure. Like Donnie Darko, like. He's able. He discovers how time travel works, and he realizes that he has to go back in time and and, and actually die in that timeline to be able to save the woman he loves. Like that's like oh, grips me. Or um, I don't know. Like okay, the big sick. Okay, you know. Okay, I get, we'll get you. You're not a fan of Richard Curtis films. Not a fan of <laughs> normal standard rom coms unless they've got people being beaten up or. It's really dark. I mean, to, to be fair, you mentioned the Tales of China Spotless Mind. I really, I love that film. I think it's beautiful. Yeah, me too. It's like, it's this, you know, uh, poetic, sort of dark, uh, fantastical, really interesting. And the music in it is beautiful and stuff. And some of the cinematography in it is amazing. But it's not particularly uplifting in any way. It's very much, I can remember watching it with Mel. One of the first times, like, me and Mel, it's one of those, like, early first date films we watched. And Mel was just like, that film was horrible. Yeah. It's it so depressing. And I was just like, yeah. I never really thought about it too much because I was just so wrapped up in the feel of it and everything. But yeah, I mean, if you look at, like, in terms of like romance films on each end of the spectrum, I mean, I think About Time versus Eternal Sunshine and Spotless Mind are probably on the opposite sides. Um, yeah, I would agree. Of how, like, and I get. I'm not saying that, like, romantic films can't be good. Like, again, I want to point out that i really like the notebook or you know like it is a good film and it makes me feel good whilst i'm watching it i just 
it it really has to i don't know like i'm i'm it's like marmite for me yeah. like i'll be watching it and i'll be like i can tell pretty much from the get-go whether i'm going to enjoy it or not and i'm i'm not saying i didn't enjoy this film like we'll get to my my feelings and thoughts about it later on but um but but you you, but you it's not like yeah for a lot of people any romance film rom-com film you can pretty much buy into it and enjoy it. You know, a lot of people really like any sort. Even if it's rubbish, they're just like, "Oh, I like it." What you're saying, Aaron, is you have to. It has to be a certain uh, feel and a vibe to it that, that that more speaks to you that you'd prefer to watch. If this was 2008 and people still cared about Facebook and stuff like that, if you if you like this film and someone someone was scrolling on your profile and said, "Oh." This person likes Donnie Darko. They're a cool person. This person likes About Time. No, I've had enough. I'm not gonna. No. Yeah, but that's yeah. But then again, you'd you'd have the same person who could go a different person who would go for your thing and go Donnie Darko. What's that? Like, it's not. You know, they'd say About Time. Oh, I love that film. Like, you could. There's many different people. That's fair enough. It's good to know. We, we, we're getting a sense of your. Well, the, the li- trying to delve into your mind. Yeah, the a listeners bit. are getting a bit of your sensibility, Aaron. So. Our, for, for just to recap, listeners, but, Aaron likes cool films. There you go. <laughs> it's cool films, you know. But you know, te- Ryan you know, Gosling, films like, Instant Pass, like <laughs> films like Ten Things I Hate About You, or you know, stuff like that. Like they're they're pretty funny. They can be anyway. Like right. Yeah. Well, well, let's move on because you know. I think we need to find the most British film. Oh, make Aaron watch it. Uh, make Aaron watch Martin. it. No, oh uh, man, no. I watched. I watched. So that's slightly cool. <laughs> no, Trainspot is too cool. Also, it's got. Well, I guess it, you, know, you said British, so it. Yeah. What's the one where they strip? What's the one where they strip? A British film. No, which it's not is British. The one they it's got to be English because that that's like that would like tick the boxes of Aaron. Yeah. Aaron not liking it. Yeah, well, well uh, Billy Elliot. <laughs> Isn't Billy Elliot Welsh? No, he's no, he's Welsh. <laughs> Newcastle. Is it Newcastle? <laughs> Newcastle. I've not seen it. Yeah, he's from Newcastle. So all to do with the miners, the, the Welsh miners. As oh well. man, yeah, I know. Welsh you, I, know these, I know your English late miners. You guys know. Oh, terrible. Yeah, no. Oh, you're right. Um, yeah, yeah Billy Elliot. I for some reason I thought it was Welsh, but yeah, you're right. It is the Northern England. Billy Elliot. What's the one with the strip? That's the that's the one set in Sheffield, isn't it? You bit. You leaving miracles? Uh, where you from? <laughs> I've never watched that Sex film. Day. What's it called? I can't remember what it's called. Full Monty. There we go. Full Monty. Yeah, that's a class film. Okay, right. So, I mean, I say class. It's it's all right. <laughs> let's let's move on. So, okay. Should we just talk about the the premise of the film? I suppose. Like, premise of the film is this guy finds out he can time travel, and uh, and it's him exploring that. You know, and it's funny because it's like it 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 really doesn't really care about time travel. Honestly, like it doesn't really care. The film doesn't care about time travel, but that's the basic that's the basic hook of it. Um, so obviously, his dad tells him he can time travel. If he goes stands stands in a, in a cupboard, closes his eyes, clenches his fists, and he can go to any point in his own life. Um, but the rules of it don't really matter to the film. Like it doesn't really care. <laughs> it's not a Marvel film. No, like I mean, I always think with these sort of like premises, with time travel premises, is I think Looper did it. Did like the be- had the best sort of line on this. Yeah, which so was good. yeah. Uh, you know. It, it's a it's a scene early on. Uh, it's got Bruce Willis is playing himself. Oh, sorry, Bruce Willis plays playing the character, and then just uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt is playing the younger version of him. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt is asking him questions like, 
but how does this work? How does that work? You know, does it make any sense? And he's like trying trying to poke holes in sort of the movie logic of the of time travel, and then Bruce Bruce Willis just basically says, "Shut up! It doesn't matter. Get on with it." And that's basically what most time travel films should do. Like if you get if you can get into any time travel film, if you start questioning things and poking holes in it, it just all unravels because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so that, I mean, straight away, I give this a pretty big pass on that sort of stuff because it doesn't really care about the minutiae of the rules and things. It's more, it's more concerned with relationship and in sort of uh, like choices. I think people are making versus like getting into timelines and weirdness and stuff. So yeah, how did you guys like? Because obviously this is the first time you've watched it, Aaron, but you sort of had an idea of what the premise was going in, I'm assuming. Mm. Mm. Like, you know, in terms of like story and, and premise, like I thought the, the story flow was quite nice. I thought it broke it up into like, you had like your various sections, didn't you really? Like he, you know, he discovered he was able to sort of travel through time and he would mess, you know, help the people around him. And then it was all about him getting a girlfriend. And then it was all about him and his dad. And it, I think it it was quite a nice flow. I feel like yeah, a lot of the film isn't really about him getting a. Like, it's like a chunk of it is about him getting a girlfriend. Yeah, a little bit towards the start of it. But it's more yeah, it's more about like it's le- it, it's less focused. Like the, this, the film is sold on the fact that it's a rom a rom com about him and this and and Rachel McAdams, but it's not really about that. To be it's more just. That 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 is part of his the, the initial setup and stuff, but it's more just yeah his life, his family, family relationships, his children, his his, his dad and stuff. And I really like that. I like how they didn't feel the need to focus on, like I I don't have you have you guys seen the time traveler's wife? Yeah. Starring yes. Rachel McAdams as a time traveler's wife again. Yes. Um, but that is yes. really much more focused on the relationship aspect of it and the romance. Whereas I quite like how this is more just focused on family and and friends and other other aspects, which I think it works quite well. Um, were there any like moments or characters that really stood out to you? Like any favorite people that you like in the film, or like uh, any like sort of fun things you hadn't seen in the film before? Or that? Like anything that stood out to you that you enjoyed? Uh, well, I'd say one of my favorite characters was Toby. Oh yeah, yeah. He's the, he's the lawyer friend. Who is his? Yeah. It's like it's just like oh like in the beginning he kind Hang of on, is no, like it's not is not, it Rory? Isn't it Rory? Is it is it Rory? Toby. Isn't that what isn't that what the guy says to him? Uh, that the lawyer at the start who gets his um, name wrong. He calls him Roger, doesn't it? And he's like, no, it's Rory. Yeah, so it's about time you learn the characters' names, mate. Apologies, um, Roger, Toby. Hey ho, but yeah, I thought he—I thought he was quite an interesting character. Tell us more about this favorite <laughs> character you have. Yeah, he's my favorite character in the film. Um, I feel like I've met him multiple times. Yeah, what life. was his name again? Uh, to- Toby. Otherwise known as <laughs> oh, yeah, Toby. Yeah, Roger. <laughs> no, he—he he wasn't bad though, was he? He was like—he was put in for jokes, wasn't he? He's putting—he was putting as a butt of a joke, but in the end, like. Basically, top lad. basically, in the beginning, Donald, Donald's character, 
Like, it wasn't very nice to him, really. He was just kind of, like, fake being his friend. But at the end of it, he actually was his friend. And I think, like, that's really oh, what it's about Rory. about, like, their relationship. <laughs> it's about Rory and Donald. And instead of, instead of Rory being a fake friend to Donald, I know he's not called Donald. What's he called? Donald. Donald. Tim. Tim, yeah. Tim, the actual character. So British. It's I'm sorry, no, not British. It's so what, Donald, English. Donald Gleeson. Rory. Tim. Tim. Go on, Tim. Aaron, does it upset you that Donald Gleeson, the Irish actor, is playing the most English person ever on film? He I no no no, but the, his English accent is great. I mean it's very like posh English, but don't you think have you listened to interviews with him like speaking when he's like, Oh hello there I know no way <laughs> Why is that he's I'm like all right. My name's Dan McLeeson. And he's not like that at all. He does a really, I think he does a good impression a good impression of an English accent. But then again, I'm not English, so Yeah, you, you do is a that good as good English impression, Aaron, don't you? Go on then, do it. No, it's, it's just what he normally speaks like. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. That's my weird messed up accent. It's like Yorkshire, Northern Irish, whatever, Warrington. Warrington, but, yeah. <laughs> Warrington accent. So apart, the a, mumble. apart from your favourite, uh, Johnny's favourite character in the film, Rory, Aaron, who, anyone else stand up for you? Like, is there any, or any moments that you <laughs> I did, particularly like? I did like, I liked um, the uncle. I think his name might... Oh, yes. I don't know what his name is. Can't remember. But he was pretty cool. Like, he was pretty funny. And like, I think... like. I wanted to, Uncle D. I wanted to know more about him and like his history and why he was forgetting stuff. And I was like, "What? This is the thing because they didn't focus on the time travel bit, and that was the bit that I was like, well, this is the bit that I would be interested in.' You're not talking about it. Okay. Or go back in time and see what it's like. Yeah. Kid and no, no, it's not that. It's just like, why is he forgetting people's names? Because he's obviously part of the family. He's an, like an uncle, and is there something to do with the fact that he's travelled through time that's like affected his brain? Or I, I think he's the he's. The mother's brother. Oh, uh, okay, okay. Yeah. But I mean, they don't they don't explicitly say it, but I, I think because otherwise, yeah, he would time travel as well. So, and I love the relationship between him. Sorry, Tim's father, so Bill Nye and 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 and, and the uncle. Like whenever yeah. he's like, you know, like, oh, he said he loved me, and I was like, that's really cute, and I was like, that's really nice. Well, he but, said, I think his line is like that, that when your father told me that he loved me, that was my favorite day of my life, or whatever. And it's just like, oh man, it's, it's like it's really lovely, isn't it? But my 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 comments on Tim are a little bit less happy. You're not happy, you're not a fan of Tim. So this is my this is what I wrote down on my phone when I was watching the film. Wasn't into the main guy. Thought he was a bit of a butt. I didn't like that he didn't tell his wife that he couldn't time travel. He was a bit creepy, and he and did he have to push it that far with Margot Ro- Robbie's character? Like it really upset me that like he's infatuated with with Rachel McAdams character and he's like oh yeah she's my wife and I was like did you have to go to, all the way to the hotel room to to sort of figure that out I think yeah that's just showing like he's just human isn't he and he, and he, he thinks he's got this special power and he thinks he can, he gets to the point where he could and then he decides actually no I don't want to so I, I don't know like I think at that point I think I think that's that's, that's, that's douchey well would you rather have someone who's like a perfect flawless human as a character, or would you, or, or would you rather have someone who is, is actually flawed and has some some imperfections to the, the character? I mean, that, to me, that 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 makes a more interesting character. So. No, I mean, you can you can see his imperfections by the fact that like he constantly is weird about like 
time traveling back to try and it's almost stalkerish to get Richard McAdams' character. And I'm not like this isn't you know well it's super uh, weird. I mean, okay, fair enough. Okay, fair enough. But the 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 way they first meet is completely absolutely like, nothing to do with that. Absolutely, and, and, and then he helps his friend. Yeah. with his life because mm. his depressed yeah. friend who's a who's a playwright it goes terribly wrong at his play he goes back in time sorts it out and then loses the ability to meet his his his, his love of his life so really you know he's just doing it he's it, you know they, they they both fell fell in love they didn't know each, what each other looked like you know I thought that was kind of an interesting little scene with the the the, the, the like two minutes of complete darkness in the film where they're, they're at the restaurant and, and it's all pitch black it's quite interesting. And you're a human being. You know, the full package. You you know, you're married. I'm a you, can <laughs> you can time travel. You can time travel, right? The you full can time package. Yeah, full package. You're Thanks, the one. Cheers. Right? I appreciate it. You that. can time travel. Are you going to tell your wife that you can time travel? You're going to keep that secret. If you tell me no, no, it's not you you're lying. First of all, you're lying. Uh yeah, I probably would tell it, but I mean the thing is, yeah, is exactly. it breaks it breaks the film, doesn't it? I guess no, it doesn't break the film because he does yeah. it with his sister. He does it with his no, he does it with his sister. And then again, it led me to the point where as well, where like I was like, okay, so sister, well, no, they they, they, they fix that because then she know, forgets. Really, she's blood related. She's blood related. I don't really know why they told why he told his sister because I feel like he could have. They probably could have done it in a way where she didn't have to find out about it. But but, but they go back in time, don't they? And then they they play the real the original timeline that, that she gets hurt, and then they tell her about his best friend. So yeah, she know, forgets that anyway. But I'm saying, if I could time travel, Heather would know pretty early into the relationship when I when I felt fully well, aware that I could trust her with it. I'd be like, yo, but what if time travel. what if like one of the times he's lived his life, he's told her he did t- yeah. he did tell her, but he just didn't have enough time in the film. Oh yeah, you're right. Sorry. Oh, maybe yeah. if he told maybe he told her and she was upset with him. Maybe that was like. Because there's so yeah. many different ways this film could have played out because mm. of the tra- time travel. It could have played out in a hundred, maybe more different ways. But that's not the version that I saw. The version that I saw said told me that he kept this really, 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 really big secret from his wife. But the, the, uh, the thing is, that would, that would become such a baggy film well, because it'd yeah. be like, oh, look, I can time travel. This is how the, I do the, it. And yeah, you have to do exactly. it all again with her. This is the point I was making at the start. The film doesn't care about time travel, really. So, like... It's it just, also doesn't care about their relationships either, then, does it? Because like that's not the that's not healthy uh, marriage. Well, it, I think it. I think it cares more about the relationships than it does about time travel. I think the time travel. Yeah, is just yeah, a, it does, a, does. It's just a device to get him to be able to for him to be able to change different things that happens in the story and see different outcomes, and then for him to have like really. It's. I think it's more of a more of a device to be able, for him to be able to spend time with his dad and us, us see him spending time with his dad and, and going back and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Like to me, one of the things, one of the most moving scenes in the film is when he. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense, like in the their little logic that they've got. The little totally chill logic, though. But it's totally I don't really care about that. But he goes back in time. Yeah. To when he was a little kid and he's Absolutely. hanging out with his dad totally on the beach. Chill. That was a beautiful, beautiful moment. Yeah, it's I beautiful. Thought, I really like that. Absolutely. Like it's just. I don't Absolutely. know. It's just like, yeah. Uh, it it made me. I like. This is where I. 
I'm not going to pull rank or whatever, but oh, my dad. But as a dad, like it made me think, oh, it'd be beautiful if like my daughter yeah. would like to go it's back cute. in time and want to like hang out Stop. with me as a dad. I don't know. It was, it was, I, that really was really nice. I love that bit. And like, like you know, the, the other scene as well, because like, you know, the bit where he, he sort of changes time and he goes back and then his daughter's gone and it's been been replaced by another little which boy. Is, which is t- the first part of the film where you feel like really uncomfortable. You're like, oh. And like, but I was like, you know, the problem, like, I was like, wait, whoa, 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 what's he doing? What's he doing? What's he doing? Why is he going back again to fix it? And then I was like, oh, wait, because he like loves this little person and like he doesn't want to lose this little person. And I, f- I think the film really find itself in those kind of relationships for me personally. Yeah, I agree, in I agree. The, the, you know, caring about others. Him and, him and his sister and his other family members. And yeah, stuff, and yeah. even, even, you know, that when he goes back in time to help his dad's friend and stuff, I was like, that's when it really like, I think that's why it really grated me that he didn't tell his wife about it because I was like, you're so good at like all these other little things, but you're not good at being open and honest with your yeah, wife. And that's, think, that's the I bit. Think the, I think the problem is, it's just what Johnny was saying. It would open up a can of worms that would be really hard to write around. I mean, I guess they could have, uh, maybe not because he did tell his sister. I mean, two films. He did tell his sister, so maybe, but I think, you know, who knows? Maybe there was a version of the film like that. And they had, they had yeah, there could have been. Absolutely could have been. Okay, anyway, so sorry. We've sort of already spoken about this, but what did what do you guys think the film was overall like about or like trying to do? Like time. It was about time. <laughs> I set you up on that, didn't I? <laughs> you I did. Set you yeah. up too, that was too easy. <laughs> uh, apart from time, what did you did, like? I think we've already kind of spoke about it, but people, isn't it? It's people. It's like the people in I, and around his like life. I think maybe. Sorry, Johnny, what were you gonna say? I, I, I think the main thing about like what this film tries to get at is that although although Tim has this time traveling ability, and he's had chance to use it and see all the different ways he could play his life out, like at the end of the day it's kind of just changed his whole perspective on how he treats people Absolutely, just yeah. without repeating the time. And it's, and it, that's like with, with these type of films, they always seem to give you something that you can take away into your own life as a way like, Oh, maybe you should go away and just be like nice to the person who gives you a sandwich at the cafe or whatever, mm. rather than yeah. just be in your own little world thinking about yourself. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. It's like, if, it, if it, this is going to sound a bit uh, xenophobic to Americans, but I feel like if this was written by an American, or like maybe more <laughs> written by like a, a Hollywood sort of type, I feel like it would have had some big huge crescendo and like sort of you know him becoming some 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 bigger like you know yeah. overworldly like some, superhero. Going to save the prime minister yeah. or the queen or yeah, something. Absolutely. Whereas like the fact that it was just. It kept itself small and focused on its inner circle of family and friends, and just again doesn't care really about because because it, it, like his dad says, like he says at the start, oh, you know, money I could get, I could get really rich. Like there could have been a whole section of him getting, you know, going to the bookies and winning loads of money, and then you know him spouting out of control. But it didn't care about that. It's not, no. bo- it's not bothered about the time travel really. It's bothered about the family really, inner family relationships, and then yeah, how he grows as a person over over the, the course of the film. Um, well, I guess not necessarily how he grows as a person. Well, I guess how his relationships grow. I guess, yeah, and yeah. How he becomes his perspective dad. on life, yeah, yeah, yeah. and how he lives his yeah. life. 
Did you watch it? Did you watch a review of a halves? By the way, uh, yeah, watch it with Heather. Yeah, watch it. Watch it with Sarah. How did, they, how did they find it? You go first, Darren. Uh, Heather. Heather walked away from it probably feeling similarly to me. Um, I suppose this leads on to like I guess like summing it up um, for both of us because we both felt the same way. Made me chuckle. Felt very quaint, very English. Um, but I wasn't like, and Heather wasn't blown away by it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I think it's weird. Like it feels like a film that I think if you're, especially if you're British, I think you should watch it. Or maybe maybe P.S. I Love You is probably a better one. Oh, what's the, is that the Christmas one? I don't know which one the Christmas one no, is. That's, is that... uh, the holiday. Love Actually, you mean? Love Actually, yeah. Maybe Love maybe, maybe Love Actually is, is the Love one. Love Actually you is watch. just really cheesy. Like, I mean, I don't mind. I don't, I don't mind watching it because it's a really Christmassy film. But the, but this isn't as cheesy as that. This is a bit um, more. This is like an Edam. It's still cheese. It's still a block of cheese. <laughs> okay, fair, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. It's but it's not like. It's not like a, you know, a mature cheddar. It's definitely not a mature cheddar, no. But if if we're going to talk, like you know what, we should t- rename this podcast to like be like the 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 the, the food cheese the food film podcast or something. We always like equate films to food in some way. You know, obviously, I know that um, Mel like, really enjoys this film, and I, 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 please, Mel, when you listen to this, like, I didn't not enjoy the film. Like, there was points where I thought it was genuinely touching and genuinely wonderful. I just there's other points when I was like, like the my biggest bugbear was know that I love you, na 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 na. <laughs> like it kept bringing it back and back, and I was like, okay, we get it. It's the motif of the film. I don't care anymore. Choose a different like Surely tune. Surely it's the motif. They have to. Uh, yeah. they have to be played I, I do agree with you that like acoustic versions of Ellie Golden songs <laughs> by not Ellie Golden by just some other random person. Like. That scene, that one montage where they were like, and they were like, oh, we're going to our trains. I was like, cool. And I was like, it's been a minute. It's been a whole minute of you doing this one thing. Like, we get it. The song, people like the song. People, they're going to work. They're falling in love. But that's fair enough. You can not like it. But I have to say, when when it was good, it was really, really good. Like, you know, again, I think I loved all the scenes between him and his dad. Like, Bill Nye, so good. He was like, he played it perfectly, didn't he? He's a really good dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, the one, so. I mean, I, I did want to mention this. It, it's for anyone who's watched this film and just goes, I can see a lot of people getting off put with just how like romanticized the UK is, and like, and like the the fact that they live on in this massive house next to the beach and all that sort of stuff. Cornwall. And I'm like, that's fair enough. I understand that. Like a lot of these sort of films do have that sort of unreachable sort of like you, you can't you, you, you aspire to it but you never it almost makes you feel a bit bad about how he retired how when life, he was 50 how life is <laughs> yeah but with this film it does have that that little uh, the catch of well he's a time traveller so you know he probably can yeah. figure out a way to get a nice house next to the coast But he's read anyway. all the books hasn't he yeah. read I, mean, all the books. I think that's the thing for most of these sort of sort of like uh, London, it's it's similar. It's similar to Friends, you know, the TV show Friends. Like, how do they afford that part of it? it doesn't make any sense, but it's nice to watch. So it's, you know, so I think it's one of the, the grands or something. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. How does how does Sarah find it? Um, yeah, twee a little bit. I think she's seen it before. Uh, but we, you kind of when you start watching, you think, oh, it's 
that that one and the time traveler. Oh, yeah. And then you kind of just get more into it as it goes along. Mm. Like, mm. and then like now think back to it as like, oh, I'm okay. I probably won't leave. Probably won't watch that for a while. And then I'll come and watch it again. It's like I don't really want to watch it. And then I'll get into it again. So yeah, it's it's like it's like I described at the beginning. It's like a soup, but maybe it was too warm a day for it uh, yesterday. Okay. Oh, Edam yeah, Edam cheese. That's what I'm. This is a soup. You had a soup. I had any damn cheese. And what did you have? I what did I have? I had. How do I equate this film? Um, fish and chips on a wet day. Oh no! No no no! No, no actually, no, yeah, no, absolutely. Fish, fish and chips next to the the coast, maybe. Like there's like oh, a nice in Cornwall. A, yeah, in Cornwall, like a Cornwall yeah. fish and chips. Yeah, that, 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 with a bit of ice cream. Anyway, right, okay. <laughs> ice cream. <laughs> it's always ice cream. <laughs> Right, let's uh, let's move on because we've got some other things we need to finish up here. So we've had a correspondence come in. Um, I'm a bit uh, unsure of what it's going to say, but let's go. Hi, lads. Thank you for watching and reviewing Blown Away, which is my film request. I'm glad it seemed to get positive responses from the three of you. I didn't and still don't care about the accents because that's, that is not what the film is about for me. In 1994, I was a single parent who stayed at home to be with my children. Blown away, heat, horse whisperer and the earlier dances with wolves were all escapes into other worlds when my world was very small. Wonderful, but small. What a great gift film is, because every film is just right for someone at some point in their lives. I had lots of great film gifts in the 90s. Good to share. June. Can I, can I just say, June, Heat, Dance of Wolves, absolutely resonate with you on that. I really, really want to go back, and I have the, I'm craving at this moment in time to go back and watch Heat, because I haven't seen it in years, and I'm, I'm really feeling... Some powerful acting, but a couple, I want to watch I think a, lot a couple of years ago. Me and Johnny watched that, didn't we? On the objector, like last. It's so good. Like he, he is in my top ten films for sure. Yeah. It's an amazing film. But more, more importantly, June, thank you so much. Like you know, it's really, it's a very beautiful message to to send to us, and um, we thank you for being like open and honest with us. Um, like I know that three silly boys. Like with their stupid opinions isn't always um the best I don't know, a best place to assess films. Especially um, films that are like really close to people. Yeah, absolutely. But like we, we're con like blessed by by that response and um we appreciate that you liked and, and listened to it because yeah, I'm I'm like I'm genuinely worried that Mel's gonna just send me a message and be like, <laughs> "You're an awful human being, Aaron." <laughs> You're no longer on my Christmas card list. Oh, and let's not let's not talk about Lewis. Lewis is never gonna speak to us again. Oh, he really? sent me a message being like, "Oh, I'm so excited that you're gonna talk about it." Literally, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, I'm not saying anything because you're gonna kill me." And <laughs> uh, um, we actually have another oh uh, message. We got a message from Dan Allen from. That we watch this podcast. Hey guys, I stumbled upon your pod in the rankings for top film podcasts here in Oz. I have to say I love the show. Check out my podcast. We watch this podcast if you get a chance as well. And then basically they went on to say that if you're open to it, 
can we star on their podcast and maybe get Dan on this podcast or whatever. All I can say is thank you very much, Dan, for listening to us. Um, and we appreciate the feedback and we'll absolutely check your podcast out and we'll hit you up with... Uh, I love that we've got, we're in the higher rankings in Australia. <laughs> Makes no sense, but part, I mean, like, yeah, we are. We have, we've received some emails, like, mentioning that as well, like, that we're, we're higher up in the rankings in Australia. is bizarre. So, okay. In Britain, they hate us, but uh, in Australia, they're in. They just don't know us yet. Right, Johnny, you have a request, I believe. To add another film to the, to the list. I've I've sent it to you if you, if one of you guys want to read it out. My favorite film is a Steven Spielberg film released in 1982. It's a timeless family film, although my family refused to watch it with me. It's heartwarming and emotional. It is the only film I have ever, I have watched many times over. Brackets when, when I can find the video that has been hidden from me. Oh, that's that's not very nice. It has many fond memories, and I love the main character of the film, who is an alien. Yes. If you have not guessed the title of the film, please ask Johnny. I thoroughly enjoy your podcast, and I've been an avid listener from the beginning. I always eagerly await the next episode. Keep up your good work. Oh, thank you, Johnny. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, the film the film is E.T. Oh, no way. No way. And the main reason why it's banned is because... My mum gets so emotional when she watches it, she actually makes herself physically sick. Physically sick? Physically wow, sick. okay. That's, that's, oh. yeah. uh, it's, that's a whole new level. Wow. I, I didn't even know I didn't even know that you could get like that I don't emotional think I've ever felt, about yeah, I don't ET. think I've ever felt that much emotion just in general in life, never mind. Uh, so that the, uh, the DVD is hidden away. Um, so that she can't Which watch part it. do you reckon, Aaron, that she gets upset most at? Do you reckon it's the bit when they're like, the little <laughs> fingers are going together? Yeah, yeah. Or, it's such a beautiful moment. Or is it the bit where the, the bike goes over the moon? You know, I'm, I'm sorry, I shouldn't be, t- I'm, not, I'm not taking the make Do you know, it's, it's do nice. you know, I read something recently about E.T. Do you know the scene where he's getting operated on? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know that was done by actual doctors and nurses? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Spielberg apparently was like, there's no um, crew that are going to be you know, actors that are going to be good mm. enough to make it real. So we'll we'll get um we got real people in to do it. It's pretty cool. Mm. Sweet. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, before we uh, go and choose the selection or whatever, um, I made a mistake a while ago. Eli, who wrote in and chose Mean Girls, he didn't actually choose Mean Girls. I cause remember I made a mistake and I said something about Heather. He actually chose a film like Mean Girls that came before Mean Girls, and I think it's called The Heathers or Heathers. The Heathers. That's his choice. Yeah, Heathers. I think. The Heathers. The Heathers or Heathers. Oh, Heathers. Nineteen eighty-nine. Yeah, yeah. We know a writer. Okay. Um. Okay. So we need to take, we need to take Mean Girls out, which it sucks. Uh, and but put Christian Heathers Slater in as well. Yeah, as JD. In order to get out of the snobby clique that is destroying her good girl reputation, an intelligent team teams intelligent teen teams up with a dark sociopath in a plot to kill the cool kids. Ooh, that sounds quite quite cool actually, quite, quite interesting. Right, okay, so we have our list. I'll run through it quickly just so everyone's remembers what we've got. So we've got Lilo and Stitch, High School Musical, Chocola, No Way Out, The Help. Heathers, Priscilla, Queen of Desert, 
fighting with my family, legally blonde, parasite, syndicate, syndicate, New York, crash, an American werewolf in London, and ET. Right. Do you want to count me down? Ten, <laughs> nine, eight, seven, seven six, six, five, five four, four, three, three two, two, one. And the film is E.T. Is it actually E.T.? Is yeah, it E.T.? It is E.T. Oh, yes. Well, we E.T. So there you go. Thank you, Johnny's mum. We're going to be watching some E.T. Oh, that, that, that could rival. That could be up there, I suppose. Very good, very good. Right, okay. Thank you, everyone, for uh, emailing us. And thanks for listening. If you want to get in contact with us, uh, just uh, message us on Instagram at the movie quest uh, on there, or email us at podcast at themoviequest.com. And let us know if you disagree with our opinions on about time, or if you have any other suggestions, please send them through. Uh, we won't be doing for this season, but we'll probably, you know, we'll try and get to them at some point. Uh, and yeah, thanks for listening. I'll see you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.